Ulysses, who will be the Rays jersey sponsor? There's so many good options, Kevin. Stay tuned and we'll find out. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Imrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, your first listen every day. Uh, And it's also free and available on all all platforms. And you can remember to uh, check us out on YouTube, Locked On Rays, and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. As we alluded to in the cold open, uh, Jersey Patch Sponsorships, and advertisements being approved for MLB. Is that coming this year? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. So we presume that the Rays will have a big fat sponsor on their jersey and or helmet and or hat. It's, it's going to be a tasteful ad. It's no, going, I want it to be I, NASCAR. Let's NASCAR this thing. It's going to be a little patch on the helmet, a little patch on the side of the, of the jersey. It's going to be tasteful. It's going to be... Uh, just classy. It's gonna be. It's gonna be nice, Kevin. Uh, I really hope. I mean, if there's a smart advertiser out there that does this, they really should stick a QR code on that advertisement. Because <laughs> as could you not, if you're watching through a screen, you could still maybe connect to the QR code. That would be insane. Or if you're uh, you're you got a close up, you got front row seats. You just QR that. You QR hey, code that thing. Okay, okay. Turn around. Get closer. <laughs> <Let> yeah. <me laughs> hey, selfies. Do it. I, so the question uh, is, um, with Jersey Patch sponsorships and advertisements uh, being approved, what will be that advertisement, that sponsor, that company on a raised jersey? But I have a question for you. Are these supposed to be regional or national? Like, is it a national MLB ad? I would think it's whoever comes up with the most money. And I would think that each team would have the discretion. Okay. The way I played this game was... Regionally. Yeah, regionally. Now, okay. that could be a national company that comes in and, hey, Yankees, uh, we want to give you a billion dollars to put our name and our uh, our logo and our image on your jersey so it's not one big company that's talking to mlb and then they're going to distribute all of those ads to the 30 teams it's each team seeing their region and saying hey we want this guy yeah that question is well above my pay grade but i think as i've seen it done in other sports the team has the discretion to i agree this is what this is who is going to be our sponsor just like with uh, on the mound or behind home plate or Mm -hmm. within the stadium it's those those corporate sponsorships, those team sponsorships, if you will. I dig it. I dig it. Okay. So uh, do you have any on, in, in, in mind for this? I, I have there, my number one always. Okay. Who is your number one? Do you have a, do you have a podium? You usually like to go with podiums. I, would I think you'd have a one, two, three. Here. I do like giving podiums. Um, but honestly, this one's just so far and ahead, the best one, I think. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Come on. Are they a current advertiser? For the race. I don't believe so. Publix? Yes. Easy. It's a slam dunk. Yeah. Make it happen already. And why do I say Publix? It's because I want to put those seats down, baby. I want to put those seats yeah. down for Publix Park in Ybor City 2028, okay. where you can have your chicken tender sub while watching a damn ball game. Yeah. I want to do the, I want to plant those seats. Here's my concern, though. Uh, the pub, uh, Publix does not need to advertise. 
Well, do they or don't they? Because I, as I am aware, Publix is really a, although it is in our DNA in Florida and I believe in Georgia and in some other states. Yeah, there's some other states. Nobody's but, going to Winn-Dixie. And, yeah, but this, the thing is, you want, if you're the public CEO and the public marketing team, right. you, you want to your brand across all of the UA. Okay. And Publix is not in, in the entire of USA. I don't think Colorado knows what Publix is, just like people down here don't know what Fred Meyer is. What is Fred Meyer? It's kind of like a Publix. <laughs> but where's Fred Meyer though? I think it's like in, in the Northwest, like Washington, oh, Oregon. Okay. So that's the thing. So if you want to expand your brand, I think you this would be a very smart thing to do. Put it on the patches of a yeah. MLB team that goes to New York, that goes to Seattle, that that, that goes to Anaheim. That's I think fair. that's a really good idea for 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 the public's uh, marketing team to do. Uh, first, a joke. Uh, I think <laughs> I would not be surprised if. But I think it would be really ironic that if there it was a casino or betting site that stepped up, bet online, puts oh their my information yes. on a raise or another team's jersey, which may could well, possibly happen. Uh, medical marijuana company, I think that could be within the realm of yeah. possibility. Uh, and we are in Florida, we are in Tampa. You could see a strip club coming up and saying, "Hey, let's <laughs> let's do it." Put the QR code there. Oh, my. Um, no, but in all seriousness, I think yeah. an organization or not really an organization, but a community that should highly consider taking advantage of this is Pasco County to try to drum up some interest, intrigue, and excitement about the training complex. And you're known as Florida Sports Coast. What bet? Not a lot of people think about pasco county they're sort of the redheaded stepchild compared to pinellas and hillsborough so but what's the what's what who's the company though it can't just be the county like it would be florida sports coast their destination marketing organization which primarily uh they're marketing to youth and amateur tourism sports tourism is this a private company or uh no so the the county that is their brand okay to bring in tourism I don't know. It would be odd not to it being a, a to private be visit, company that, that wouldn't step up. I mean, up. Visit, visit Tampa Bay is uh, their sponsor, right? Okay. Fair. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They're, they have a big, big yellow billboard in, at the trop. Okay. Um, but no, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I would – it's so tough because I could easily see it being just like Budweiser or Republic Bank or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, but you have to make it Tampa. That's like it's super. But I feel like, yeah, I get so Hooters. I don't know. Outback. Yeah. But they've, even though the first Hooters and the first, no, uh, the first Hooters was in Clearwater, I think. Um, but people don't, people only know that if they live here, like people in New York are not going like, Oh, Hooters. Right. Cause of Clearwater. They never say that. Right. So I think they, that you have to, I think in the, my perfect world, oh. it would be something intrinsically in the DNA of Tampa Bay. Wow, my God, my Dr. Seuss yeah. is on today. So that- So strip clubs. <laughs> so that- Cigar company. Yeah, so that that can explode. And that's why I'm thinking if it explodes, that's something like uh, Publix. Or uh, Yinkling, maybe. Yeah. Something along uh-huh. those lines. Okay, I'm uh-huh. with you there. Uh, what's funny is that the listeners 
never disappoint with some of their suggestions and we get it. There's going to be jokes about dollar general and family dollar and all that, but there are some uh, intriguing comments from listeners on uh, the, the logo idea. But Kevin, tell me if I really want to get something good for me, not just ads in my life, something good for my body. What Uh, would that be? That would be athletic greens. And quite frankly, athletic greens, maybe they should step up and be, a sponsor, a jersey, I, sponsor, I dig it. a helmet sponsor. Um, Athletic Greens, let's tell you about it. They are the, it is, I should say, it is the single best thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. So what is Athletic Greens exactly? Well, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens in a cup of water, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy. That's it. You don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health any longer. So to make it all easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash MLB network. And you do that to take advantage over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, uh, getting to uh, some comments here from the listeners on what they think could or should be the uh, the advertisement patch for raised jerseys. Uh, Josh Garner says, Nissan of Brandon and Florida Lottery. Of course, uh, Tropicana Orange Juice. We didn't even think about that one. That's good. How about that? But at some point, the Rays are going to be moving to Ybor City. And I don't know if uh, Tropicana Field would be the sponsor. I guess they could. They could say, still. hey, we want to be Tropicana Field, but in Ebor. Yeah. I guess that's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, Kenton says Dollar General. Okay, but I'm bump. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Jake Stokes says Publix or Hard Rock or my personal favorite, 1-800-ASK-GARY. Yeah, it could be a law firm. could be one of those uh, ambulance chasers, Dennis Hernandez. <laughs> Or somebody like that. It's hey, one in Florida. One eight hundred ask Gary. By the way, like had its name on an amphitheater. So yeah. for those that didn't don't remember that, well, that's some old school knowledge. That right, right. Um, Assassin. That's a great Twitter name. Uh, Publix or Raymond James. I didn't even think about Raymond James Financial. Uh, although hmm. they've got quite a bit of money into Raymond James Stadium. So I don't right. know if they want to. they double dip? Yeah, that's the thing. You never double dip. Yeah. Uh, Brian Stark says USF. Um, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if they would have the need or the financial capital to do that. Yeah. Uh, again, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a private company. With, yeah. You know, big buckaroos. Uh, Matt Germain says City of Tampa. See? Hey, municipality could step up to the plate. County, city, hey, maybe Montreal might step up. Shut up. Or Nashville. <laughs> you know, visit Nashville. Yeah. Visit Portland. That's it. Do we, do we have any more? Uh, Ryan Delgado, former Rays employee, by the way, says uh, would bet. He would bet that it's Bay Care of Tampa Bay. I didn't even think about the hospital uh, medical care community. St. Joseph's or something like that. Yeah. Um, or you could even Blue Emu. I've heard a lot of Blue Emu ads. So – 
the Advent Health, don't, don't they also? Yeah, they're big as well. Yeah. Um, Valpac. I mean, if, if we really want to go just low-hanging fruit here, what were the sponsorships that were on the mound and what were the sponsorships that were uh, behind home plate? Spectrum and Louisiana hot sauce. That's correct. Was Papa John's ever one of those as well? No, I don't think so. Okay, but Papa John's could, you know, step yeah. up to the plate, so to speak. But if I had to, if I was like uh, a betting man or I was like, hey, let's put odds on this thing, I would venture to say that the company that was willing to put their logo on the oh, mound no. and behind home plate for the most visibility would probably want to definitely step up and jump up to the chance to do it on the jersey. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, so no, I, th- I think they're front runners. I just, in my viewpoint, I just want, I want to think ahead. I yeah. want to think about what 2028 can be. And if you can show Publix or another one, like I, I like that, um, who said it? Jake Stokes, Heart Rock? Hmm. Yeah. Heart Rock Field? Heart Rock Park? Ooh. Especially if, it, if they uh, if they don't put it in eboard, but they put it uh, in Ferngrass. But even if it's an eboard, now you expand and now you make that communality yeah. of like, oh well, you know, first go to the Hard Rock Park and then head over to the casino where you can have so much fun. Yeah, you, know, you can do that. I want to plan seats for 2028. My mm. thing with these ads is plant the seats for the future for what you want it to happen, yeah. which is a full time stadium in Ebor City. Dark Horse, Wawa. Wow. You want the Northeast market too. Then maybe Wawa also wants to expand countrywide. That There's is a Wawa not... on every corner in yeah. Tampa Bay now. Yeah. In Central Florida. And yeah. at some point, all of Florida. When you were in Indiana, do they call subs hoagies? Uh, God, I no, I don't, they didn't call them hoagies. I think they just called them sandwiches. Very sandwiches. basic. Yeah, it's the Midwest. Yeah, right. Because I've, I've heard people from the North call them hoagies. Right, yeah, they're hoagies. A hoagie is not a sandwich. If you talk to somebody from uh, Delco, Philadelphia, huh. it's they're very specific. They're very ornery about their sandwich terms. <laughs> a Philly cheesesteak is not a sandwich. It's a hoagie, from what I understand. It's Maybe a I sub. Have it backwards. It's a sub. Don't say that. Those are fighting words. You might get some batteries thrown at you. You might get some booze. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. Any anybody from Philadelphia, uh, if you're listening to this, please. You know what's really funny is if, um, like, another uh, pro sports team put their information on a jersey, like the Buccaneers, uh-huh. or maybe Tom Brady's. And he's like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll be into the you, a little bit. Would it? Do you think it, it'll happen? Where if it's regionally, like we said before, some teams are going to have the same ad. It could be possible. I would have to look at because the NBA does it. I think the NHL does it. I don't the think NFL does not do it. Uh, I know soccer does it, right? Yeah. And uh, Latin American sports teams do it. Yeah. How is it usually there? Like in Venezuela, does each team have their own? Or well, maybe it's a mix and it, match. It's a mix and match. But uh, but the big ones. I mean usually will have something unique about each team yeah but the problem is is that you know it, it's gotten so diluted that you've got like five six right. ad, ads on your jersey now but yeah um yeah that's that's a good one usually it is just the one major one for, for example my, my team leones de caracas they use coca-cola but okay. m- the enemy you know navegantes del magallanes like the yankees and red sox yeah um they use maltin polar so it's a mm. different brand for them, but they might share one of the smaller ads yeah. on the jersey. So um, I, I think it'll be like that. 
uh, ultimately. But I, 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 I want to know because, like, if Publix is in Georgia too, wouldn't wouldn't the Braves and the Rays that's, be able to share a Publix ad, for example? That's very possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, I'm a, a uh, adult beverage company, strip club, uh, casino, betting website. What would the what would the nightclub? ad look like do we even want to talk about that i don't know i don't that's off there enter okay. mcgee we'll do a separate <laughs> podcast set us up sounds good i okay. think uh yeah i don't Fair even enough. i don't even want to get into that it would just be neon just uh just go down Ma- uh, dale mabry take some pictures and uh you know and don't get in trouble yeah don't get in trouble yeah which is not uh it happens a lot i can tell you uh on record that it happens with a lot of uh, the yankees uh prospect development guys going over the strip club Okay, uh, moving off of the uh, advertisements and sponsorships, uh, we got a great question here from listener Eric Schropp, uh, and it is actually a real baseball on the field question here. Well, I guess the the Jersey you know ad sponsorships that's a fun thing too. But uh, this is uh, you know getting into the uh, nuts and bolts of of ball playing here. He asked us which of the Durham only pitchers from last year. Do you expect to see pitch the most innings for Tampa Bay in 2022? Now, I'll say this about Durham-only pitchers. I would just assume that maybe a guy pitched uh, some double-A and then got called up to triple-A. It's guys, Shane Boz is not part of the equation here. Correct. Basically. If they wore a raised jersey, they're eliminated yes. from this question. Basically, I guess there's one another way to put it is, which minor league-only pitcher from last year or prior years uh, and is not yet pitched in the big leagues, will pitch the most innings for Tampa Bay in 2022. So with that, Ulysses, who was your pick? I mean, I, I think this one, I think we're going to match up rather easily. Hang on. Can I, uh, was this guy, uh, is he on the 40 man? Well, that's two things. Yeah. Number one, he has to be in the 40 man for, for, for this answer. And number two, although not necessarily, no, if there's a bunch of injuries and you c- there's been guys that have not been on the 40 man to start the season that get a lot of action. There you go. You so, can tell that to Carlos Pena in 2007. Yeah. yeah. Was Lewis Head on the 40-man to start the year? Uh, good question. Probably. I don't know. Um, so, but, yeah, good one. Uh, but it, it is more advantageous if you're starting the year on the 40-man. If you're a betting to, man, yes, you would put the 40-man. And number two, I would have to go with a starter because you also said most innings. You didn't say most appearances or anything yeah, like not that. Not who would be the most successful or... Uh-huh. Uh, so most innings? Yeah. A starter. Uh, the likelihood of being a Ray is higher when you're in the 40-man already. Right. So I think we can all agree in this podcast that it's going to be Tommy Romero. Tommy Romero. That's who I have as well. Although yeah. I don't necessarily see him at the big league level, a traditional starter, but a multi-inning. I've looked at, again, the scouting reports, they are what they are, but he seems like uh, he would be more effective going two to three innings as opposed to five or six. He's not... I think he's the the guy. He's about twenty five years old. There's not really much more he can prove at the AAA level or in the minor leagues. So he's sort of the next man up. Out of all the guys that pitched in AAA, is he going to be? Is he going to have the best career? I don't think so. But I think for this year, he's the guy that is going to get probably the most opportunities. Well, I mean, I I love that you said that he doesn't have anything else to prove because he really yeah. doesn't. I mean, last year in one hundred ten innings between AA and AAA. Eight and two record, two sixty one ERA, hundred ten innings. Yeah. So 
when you want durability and people to step up and this guy has done nothing but yeah. pitch innings. Look at this. 2018, 128 innings. 2019, 125. 2021, 110. So you want durability. You want a guy on the mound for three, right. four innings uh, behind an opener so he doesn't get too spooked yeah. by major league bats at the top of the order. This guy could be it. And, uh, you know, you I, need depth. And people, I think, forget about that. Oh, well, we're going to have the greatest rotation, one through five. Like, no, you're going to have like 15 guys yeah. starting this year. And forget about that. I agree. And I think with Tommy Romero, first of all, in his career, he's always been kind of underlooked and overpassed to some extent, being a 15th round draft pick. And I know in recent years, he's picked up more MPHs. But I, from what I see with Tommy Romero, it's not like, man, that fastball is unbelievable. That curveball is unbelievable. But that changeup is unbelievable. It's, you know, he's got three average, maybe above average pitches. But the important thing is he throws strikes and he doesn't walk guys. And that's, at the end of the day, that's what you can ask for. I don't know if he's ever going to be in super high. Hey, this is who he wants starting game three of the playoffs. But he's a guy that, you know, there's. Maybe couple, not now. I, I honestly don't know if ever, but because um, I just think there's too many other guys. I think there's other guys within the organization that have more potential than Tommy Romero at the end of the day. Uh, Romero right now might be the most polished and ready, but I don't think he's, I think his trajectory is probably no more than a number five, maybe number four. I think, or you can turn into a you can turn into a Jalen Beeks, something like that. I think right Again, now, this is not casting dispersions on Tommy Romero. I just, the fact that he is going to make it to the big leagues and get an opportunity is a success within itself. Yeah. It's just like, like last week when we, um, we did the name that war with Michael Kadire. Like if Michael Kadire was a one, one number one, overall pick 99.9% .9 of teams and organizations would say, yeah, we'd take the career of Michael Kadire if he was the number one pick. So I, I just, just think it's perspective with Tommy Romero of he's you're, you're getting more out of what you maybe originally expected. I don't think he's going to have this, you know, 12 year career or anything like that. I think he's, you know, he's going to bounce around a little bit and, and have a little bit of staying power and, and go from there. I think a guy like, you know, Colby white and even your boy Ian Seymour probably have more, um, more uh, upward mobility in, in the types of roles that they can play. Maybe. I, I feel like it's it's unfair to judge a guy who hasn't even thrown one pitch in the major leagues, though. Um, I, I understand I know, where you're coming from and, and the projectability, which is completely fair in the, in the, in the, in the prospect game. And, and these prospects know about that. Projectability. Like, yeah. what do we see you as in, in, in the major leagues? I, I know where you're coming from. I just think that... In a team, in a team like the Rays, where pitching is just down to a damn yeah. algorithm, it seems like he would be question though best suited for this type of organization. Even if he doesn't have plus plus stuff, he might just be able. They might just be able to race get the most out of Tommy Romero. No, I don't disagree. But even getting the most out of him does not mean he's number three. I think that we. We, we talked about what's the opening day rotation going to look like. And right. even with all the injuries that they have, Glass now down, Shane Boz down, Luis Patino maybe being down or not yeah. 100%. We still go to Ryan Yarbrough. We still go to Josh Fleming. How many names do we get to before we say Tommy Romero? We haven't even mentioned Tommy Romero seven, have we? I'm honestly, I mean, I think he's top eight. So I'll, 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 okay. I'll give myself some, some, some leeway there. But because of that, because of 
the fact that he's in the 40 man and the fact he doesn't have anything else to prove in the minor leagues. I mean, obviously he'll start in the minor in the minors because right. there's no more room at the top. But he's knocking, man. He's and and the durability factor too. You, yeah, that's look, important. He's I, built well. I like, mean, he's I, yeah. again. I love Tyler Glass now. Love him to death. Tremendous stuff. But I really want an honest opinion from a front office executive. Yeah. Would you rather have a guy with Tyler Glass now stuff as a starter that never breaks a hundred innings in his major league career in his first six years? Or would you rather take a guy that can post 120 innings with a 420 ERA yeah. and might not have the best uh, stuff? What's more valuable? Right. And depending on how the year goes, um, Yanni Torinos could be back in the fold. Brendan McKay could be back in the fold. All those injured pitchers are going to get their shot at some point. The Ryan Thompsons of the world, the Colin Pochets of the world. So I As just, a starter, how, how, many, how many starters do you see? Start, you know, for the lack of a better word. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't necessarily see Tom Romero as a prototypical starter, though. I think he's best as a multi-inning guy, come in after an opener, pitch two, three innings. So, is that a starter? I, I don't see him as okay, bulk guy. Okay, so he's a bulk guy. You, I you think, think there's a you know a handful of bulk guys. I think that's how the Rays operate right now. But ultimately, I think they're changing again. I think they're they they're they're shifting towards creating starters, and it's because they have the arms yeah. now. They had really do. I just, but here's here's what I've heard. And again, it's they're just words on paper. But Tommy Romero, if he's throwing five to six innings, his fastball hovers around 90, 91, 92. Whereas if he's throwing two to three innings, it's more ninety two to ninety four. Well, and if he doesn't have the greatest breaking ball, it's you know, he's fine. I think he. I mean, I don't. I don't disagree that the best way to use a young guy would be behind an opener we've seen that being successful with both yarbrough and chirinos and we haven't even talked about brooks Rayleigh. like if, Bro- yeah. if the rays give him as much money as they gave him he's well, not pitching one inning at a clip well that's the thing we talked about that with kevin goldstein and he said to take off the tinfoil hat and it's he's going to be a reliever he's yeah, not but going a to multi- be a multi relief yeah maybe two innings but i don't think he's ever going to touch three okay really i mean that's from that, that yeah. that's from kg right there i don't know i, I feel though that when it's spring training and you look at that rotation and we're all just licking our chops and like, Oh man, it's going to be so great. It's going to be fantastic. Like, let's remember that it's not going to be those five guys. It's going to be like 14 guys. Right. And Tommy Romero could have a Jake Faria type year with the Rays. I think it was 2016 when Jake Faria came up and he was fantastic. Now I see a Jake Faria type career. I did. I break down after sure. He, he did. And, 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 and I think he still in the mind or somebody picked him up, maybe the Brewers or somebody, somebody like that, but I don't still commendable. I mean, if you can just give you, give you one season, I think Tommy Romero. And again, Jake Faria was not behind an opener. He had a tougher. So I think if they can put Tommy Romero in a position to succeed behind an opener, so you can see the MPHs that you're talking about consistently at 92, 94, I think that would be good. Okay, a career war of Tommy Romero. What's it going to be? Oh, that's just so unfair. That's um. Give me the career war of Kevin Kiermaier drafted in in the 39th round. Give me the the career war of Kevin Euclid drafted in the 36th round. No, I, it's I'm not. It's not because he's a 15th round draft pick. It's just I don't think he's James Shields, and I think there's people out there that think he is James Shields. I don't think there's people out there banging the drum. Not that Tommy he's Romero. James. Sh- I. You're his agent, clearly, right now, it seems like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I think he is going to fill a very nice role for this team 
this year because of the two things. He's already in the focus okay. and he and he has shown he's durable. Okay. That that is true and that is fair and that is accurate, but that does not mean he's throwing 120 innings for the Rays. No. Now or ever. No, no. And and, and and I think he's a 60, 80 inning guy. That's where he's maximized at, which is fine. 60, That's- 80. That would make him top six this year. Not necessarily. I mean, Tyler Glass now didn't didn't get to eighty innings last year, and he pitched until June. I, I think that would be huge. Okay. I mean, I don't mean this year necessarily, but in the future, even at his peak and when he's in his prime, I think. Oh, I, I guess it depends on the team he's at. If he's playing for the Rockies or the Pirates, yeah, right. he might be a. I don't see him. I think there's a lot of other guys that the Rays would go to as a traditional starter before they get to Tommy Romero. I think that baseball has evolved enough, especially in this Rays organization, that you don't have to be a traditional starter yeah. to get a lot of innings. Uh, another maybe guy who, you know, if he was on the 40 man, maybe I just think this guy is never probably going to get the shot that he deserves and maybe more of a quad A arm trade bait type. Uh, Phoenix Sanders, former USF pitcher that you know puts up good numbers but just never really has been able to another guy it. like that yeah. i was gonna say calvin fauche i know he's not a starter yeah. but he he's on the 40 man though. he's on the 40 man yeah exactly and he's got great spin rates yep. so and he was a little sweetener in the nelson cruz deal that when we saw oh who's this guy that had an adra coming over to the rays and now he's the rays of course fix him repair him yep and he's like wow this could be the next you know ace reliever if you will yep. so uh, it's fun to talk about. It's one of those uh, good problems to have that there's a lot of possibilities out there. And who knows? At the end of the day, it could be somebody that we haven't even mentioned yet. Again, this is how spoiled we are. Murray, for all we know. This is how spoiled we are as a, as, a, as a race fandom. We're talking that this guy might not have it when he has pitched 400 innings in the minors and he carries a 252 ERA. I feel and we're like, okay. well, he might not can make I, it. Like, can, I, can I say this, though? Damn. If he's pitched that many innings in the minors that effectively, why haven't the Rays given him a shot yet with all the injuries and all the shuffling that they've had to go through? Well, why didn't they call him up last year at some point? Well, again, you know, it, it takes it takes a minute to get that development okay. going. Yours agent. I get it. Yours agent. You're <laughs> representing him. I know you want the best for Tom Romero. Yeah, yeah. That's it. No, it's all good. Like, I don't, I don't have anything against Tom Romero. I just think that uh, we hear we, – we've – Maybe overhyped him several months ago. I don't know. <laughs> I I find it hard to believe that he's gonna be like. No, no, and, and I, that wasn't the question, Kevin. We 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 diverted from the question. The question was who is going to get the most innings that okay. has not worn a raised jersey, and the and answer be is Tommy a clear. Romero. Tommy Romero, and that might be forty-five or fifty innings. Yes. yes. Okay. Fair. All right. Thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, the Locked on MLB podcast that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.